the Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 14th chapter. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place so that when your host comes, they may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of Christ. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Every year, two of my dear friends host a Christmas party at their home. Yes, friends, I'm aware it's September, but Christmas is coming soon. Each year, they invite their community of faith, their church. Everyone is invited to their beautiful home, on their beautiful street, on the beautiful shore of Lake St. Clair. As guests arrive, the host brass group is playing Christmas carols on their porch. And as guests enter their front door, she is the perfect hostess, waiting to take your coat and welcome you inside. Their dining room table is filled with delicious food and drink, Laughter, delight, and warmth seem to radiate this entire scene each year. And at the end of the evening, everyone gathers outside to sing Christmas carols. The entire evening seems like a Norman Rockwell dream. Well, except for this one time. The one time I spilled an entire glass of expensive red wine on most likely a very expensive oriental rug in their sitting room. As the glass fell to the floor in seemingly slow motion and wine spilled out everywhere, the room fell silent. All of my friends looked at one another in horror for what felt like a very silent, eternity.
Then the whispers began. That is going to stain. How is she going to tell the hostess? They are going to be so angry with her, even though they're friends. She is never going to be invited here again. As Derek grabbed more napkins, I went to tell the hostess what I had done. Sheepishly, I walked up to her and fessed up to my negligence. Without missing a beat, she replied, that's okay, the dog peed on that rug last week. <laughs> True story, friends. The humility of the hostess that day eased my fears, lifted my spirits, most certainly reversed the expected roles. It also renewed and deepened our relationship as friends. Our gospel story today is the third awkward dinner party invitation Jesus accepted from a Pharisee. Jesus had a very real and very complicated relationship with the Pharisees. They not only worshiped together, but as we see today, they dined together, and they didn't always agree. At the last dinner party, Jesus accused the host of neglecting justice and withholding love. This time, the same accusation stands with the addition of a plea, a plea to be humble. This, my friends, is the scene for their third dinner party together, a wedding feast set for the rich and the powerful. It seems the Pharisees were yet again testing Jesus. They wanted to see if he would yet again cause controversy and break some societal rules. Instead, Jesus noticed a couple of things and told them a parable. First, Jesus noticed how they all clamored for the seat of honor and power. Jesus noticed how they all wanted that particular seat and how they all assumed that seat was meant for them. That is when Jesus told them this parable, humbling them all. Second, Jesus noticed the guest list. He noticed the myriad of society's elite, the who's who of the day, and frankly, no one else. Jesus noticed the absence of the poor, the oppressed, the voiceless, and the marginalized. Jesus noticed those who were intentionally not invited to the feast. Friends, have you ever assumed the place of honor and power was intended for you? Only to be humiliated and humbled when it was not? In the spirit of vulnerability and humility, I humbly admit this has happened to me more times than I would care to admit. Have you ever left someone off a guest list to avoid societal embarrassment or simply to feed your ego or wished that you could have? Again, I humbly admit and am ashamed to say that I have also done that. 
but thank God for repentance, forgiveness, and healing. And thank God for the amazing things Jesus did at wedding banquets and feasts. Jesus performed miracles as he turned water into wine at the banquet at Cana. He fed the hungry as he multiplied bread and fish. He humbled himself in an act of true service as he washed the feet of his friends. He gave thanks, broke bread, and blessed wine at the Last Supper. But in this story, Jesus reminds us of our place at the table. He also reminds us just how big that table is. That table is so big that there is always room for more. And when King Jesus comes to reign, the seats of honor will be reserved for those unseen and unheard, even by us, his disciples. When King Jesus comes to reign, the guest list will be never-ending. And on that day, even those of us who assume seats of power, and even those of us who spill expensive red wine on expensive oriental rugs will be invited to a seat. None of us deserve an invitation to this feast, let alone a seat of honor. But thankfully, that decision is not up to us. Jesus has reserved a place for us anyway, despite our assumptions of power, despite our lack of humility, despite our broken relationships, despite our injustice, Jesus reserves a place for us. And that place is a seat of abundant life, a seat in kingdom life. That is the life Jesus wants for you and for me. Amen.